Okay, everyone, um, today we're reading Job 13, continuing in our reading of Job. And today we have Job speaking and responding to a lot of what his friends have been saying uh, in the few chapters previous, and they will continue to just talk smack about him. Yeah, and we see um, both the good and the bad, again, of what Job uh, is saying. And to remember that in context of this week, that it's not about either one of them getting everything right, but it's about the fact that here Job is still wrestling with God and contending with God and wanting to know why. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we see him in the first few verses uh, rebuking his friends. Uh, Verse 4, right? As for you, you whitewashed with lies, worthless physicians are you all. Oh, that you would keep silent, it would be our wisdom. There's actually a proverb that says that a fool is seen as wise if, if he is silent. silent. <laughs> and I think that verse 7 really uh, highlights what is wrong with their friend's advice. Um, will you speak falsely for God? Do you think that what you are saying is what God is saying? Or is it just what you think God should be like according to your own wisdom? Right. And Job clearly thinks that they are not speaking for God, but speaking as God, maybe, or what they think God is saying. Um, and he's Job says, well, you know what? God's going to be the one who takes care of that. Um, and in verse 13, he is shifting his focus, right, from his friends to God. And verse 15 is this beautiful verse. Um, Though he slay me, I will hope in him, yet I will argue my ways to his face. There's a great Shane and Shane song. There's a Shane and Shane song called uh, Though, Though You Slay Me. me. Um, and, and in verse 13, Come What May from Moulin Rouge, <laughs> obviously inspired. <laughs> but I think verse 15, it's that first half especially, like, you know, is this is the posture that Job is taking, that though God takes everything from him, he still hopes in him. Granted, the second half of that verse, he will still, you know, wrestle with God the way Jacob did, right? Right. Um, And that is okay. And that's okay. I think that's a great reminder of when we say, what does it mean to hope in God? What does it mean to have faith in God? Because I think in our our current um, religious societal culture, culture, which um, a lot of it is actually probably inspired by New Age culture in the 70s and the 80s, we think that faith, is not feeling any negativity or doubt. Or yeah, doubt. Faith is almost passive. Like you just kind of have it. And you like just, yeah. Like I am. At, yeah. I'm. I'm at acceptance. Job is not at acceptance. Not even close. Right. He doesn't accept his his condition the entire book. But what he accepts is God's sovereignty. Yes. And so what he's trying to wrestle with is how do I understand my condition while understanding God's sovereignty? And we see here, right, he's like, what are my sins, right? And he does sin. He is a sinner. Um, But I think he's also aware that right now he's like, wait, these guys next to me are also sinners. So what is my transgression that is so great that this is what's happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Yeah, and and so I think us asking God the why questions is always a good thing. Granted, we might not always get the answer we want or in the timing that we want it, but, you know, Job uh, says, um, verse 22, then call, I will answer, or let me speak and you reply to me. And so... 
we see Job wanting to have this relationship with God. That is the thing that Job clings on to, and that's something we have to cling on to, too, even when we feel like God is silent. And I think that it is of utmost importance. Um, if you peek at the next chapter, uh, if you're reading an ESV, the heading is, Death Comes Soon to All. <laughs> um, and I think it's important because, you know, Job is wrestling with his questions, understanding that he's going to die, yeah. right? Like we, right now, he probably feels like he's about to die, and he's like, then I need to figure this out. Um, and it's interesting that at the very beginning, we saw his wife say, just curse God and die. And basically, that's the one thing he cannot do because yeah. he knows the second part is going to happen. <laughs> so the he's like, part. the dying part. So he's like, the first part, like, how do I curse God when I don't even understand why he's doing this or what he's doing? And I curse, I don't curse God because I still have hope in him. Yeah. Whether, uh, um, whether or not, I live or die right now. Um, and just so you know, there's a ton of chapters between now and what we're going to read tomorrow. What we read tomorrow is kind of like the climax of the book. And so we encourage, uh, so just so you have a little bit of context about, um, so Job is going to continue arguing with his friends. Um, then there's actually a fourth person or fourth friend that comes out. Um, I forget his name. What was the fourth guy's name? Anyway, but uh, so he says, uh, he also criticizes Job, but in a less bad way than the other three friends. Um, but so even him, like a lot of commentators, like try to figure out, like, is he right? Is he wrong? Uh, but just so you know, there is a fourth friend that shows up. Um, and then uh, the n- next part happens, which will be tomorrow's reading. So I uh, hope that you are encouraged by reading through Job. We know it's difficult, but uh, we want to we make sure that you know that Christianity isn't about, you know, easy answers all the time either there Elihu, is suffering Elihu. Oh, Elihu that's is an easy friend. answer <laughs> bye bye <laughs>